Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about embracing minimalism, and this is Coach Gina's perspective on anxiety relief. So, I welcome you to the journey toward more peace, calm, and mental well-being. And actually, I'm going to use the word freedom. Minimalism or getting more simple in your life can bring you so much freedom. Let's talk about this around anxiety. And I want to start with today's quote, which is from Mother Teresa. And she said, The more you have, the more you are occupied. The less you have, the more free you are. And just check in and see if that's true in your life or not. Of course, it may not be true at all. But for some of us who were not aware of how stuff in our lives could be adding to our anxiety, it is so amazing to understand this and be able to do something about it. It's been my observation that people want to stay occupied to try to outrun stress and anxiety. I get it. I was there and I can see myself when I want to slide into that. Maybe I'm worked up about something. One of my little triggers that I am either overwhelmed or overly worried about something that I probably have no control over is that I want to start cleaning, like weird cleaning, like super dusting the bookcase, take the books out and stuff. No, no, no. It's usually at a time we don't have time for such a thing. And I can catch myself, oh, what is this about? Right? So we all have a way of maybe catching ourselves if we tend to be the type that try to outrun our stress and anxiety. So I've been dedicated over all these years to moving everybody that comes to listen to the show out of the wormhole of anxiety. And I have witnessed profound impact that can happen when people embrace minimalism. This is true for me personally. And in this episode, I will explore how simplifying your life to whatever degree can effectively alleviate stress and anxiety and foster more of a sense of calm. So let's understand a little bit about clutter and anxiety. Now, we all have a different threshold for what we consider clutter. You know, one man's clutter is another man's minimalism, perhaps. You never know. So this is very personal, but I bet if you take a good look, you might be able to see places where you can make some changes. And it's really worth the effort because anxiety often finds its breeding ground in the cluttered canvas of our current modern life. 
We have incessant demands, constant stimuli, and the pursuit of more create a mental labyrinth that can be totally overwhelming. I find it frankly exhausting, and I see no signs of the world around us slowing down anytime soon. So I figured the world's not going to do it. It's up to us individually to take the reins. And I like to encourage my clients to recognize this clutter, just see it for what it is, and then begin to consider more of a minimalist approach to navigating through the days. So let's start by defining minimalism. And minimalism is not merely an aesthetic choice. It's a way of intentionally focusing on what truly matters. And I have to say that when we are anxious, often we are not taking time to intentionally focus on a lot of things. Nonetheless, all of the items we bring into our house or our relationships or whatever. So what matters to us as individuals is that there is no real set way to do this. We're going to be individual on this, but the point here I want to make is that I want you to be intentional and focus on what matters to you. Now, my simplicity will not look like yours. So all I am asking is for you to slow down and see what is important to you as an individual. It involves consciously choosing to live with a little less, shedding the non-essentials to make room for the essential. So that's what it is. It is us moving out things that are not necessary or essential or beautiful or make a darn difference in our lives. And that makes room for all of the things that do matter and are essential in our life. So let's draw a parallel between physical and mental clutter here. The more possessions commitments, and distractions we accumulate, the more mental space they occupy. Simplifying the external allows for a decluttering of the mind. We can declutter the mind by simplifying what is outside of us. And it's truly amazing to feel the lightness after letting go of what does not serve us in any way, shape, or form. We really do carry all of our things around with us in our psyche. You may think that attic is just the attic. It's closed off. There's a door you close. Everything that's stored in there is just stored in there. But I beg to differ because you are carrying it around with you in your psyche. Whether you are consciously aware of it or not, all of that stuff that hasn't been sorted through, all of that stuff that you're going to do later or give away later or whatever, whatever, it's all coming around with you all day, every day. <laughs> and you know how I know this? Because I cleaned out an attic. I let go of a lot of stuff, tons of stuff that I thought was necessary to just hold on to. 
but when I had to look at it with different eyes, yes, at one point it was important to me, even maybe have been beautiful to me at one point, but no longer suits my tastes, or it may have belonged to somebody who was very important to me. We have to go through these things on our own, but I kid you not, you are carrying it around with you. And if you have anxiety, you have no extra space. So it might do you good to clean out some clutter in your physical environment. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So minimalism can really be a tool for our mental well-being. We may not have ever thought about it like that. It might have been just thinking about your environment and how pleasing that might be. So let's get ourselves going and have a more conscious time of making decisions making decisions about what we bring into our lives. By adopting mindful consumption habits, we can break the cycle of impulsive choices that often contribute to anxiety. And you know what I mean. You know the feeling of purchasing something in the moment because you were seeking relief from stress, maybe, or maybe you were just in a rush, or maybe you were simply mindlessly shopping as a habit. So where in your life can you be more conscious about what you are bringing into your life? Can you be more mindful of your consumption habits? These often are just habits. And until we look at them, we can't really change them. So I'm just asking you to look. You don't have to do anything. But if you look, you might make a decision to make a different choice next time. Now we can move on to commitments. And oh boy, one thing we can do for ourselves is to explore the art of saying no and setting boundaries. Boundaries comes up over and over again when we're talking about anxiety, doesn't it? Setting boundaries in and of itself is a great skill to learn for all parts of our lives. Simplifying commitments allows for a more intentional allocation of our time and our energy. 
reducing the feeling of being constantly stretched thin. Now, I want to ask if any of you out there feel stretched thin. People I talk to, one-on-one coaching, are stretched thin. We are overcommitted as a culture. So can you raise your hand if this kind of boundary setting would feel good for you to do? I want to talk a little bit now about digital decluttering because our digital world is actually quite cluttered, just like our environment and our mind. And in our everyday world that is dominated by screens and notifications, digital minimalism is crucial. We really do well to reassess our relationship with our technology. It's not going away. We don't need to turn everything off and go live back where we were 30 years ago or further back. But we can reassess our relationship with our technology, streamline our apps, and create a mindful digital space, fostering focus and presence. So I recently moved from a bunch of apps that I was using and my overuse of sticky notes. So that was a physical and a digital that I was using to manage my days. You know, I'm always talking about the sticky notes, (laughs) probably too much. So I recently moved from a bunch of apps and my overuse of sticky notes to using index cards and pens again. I know I'm going way back and I find the process eye-opening and how much time I have spent moving through apps, trying to recall where I put things and how I could better streamline it. Like I was always trying to manipulate these apps, make things work together and forgetting where I was putting things. And I also was really missing my relationship with paper and pen. This uses a different part of our brain. I know a lot of people are never going to go back to paper and pen, but it is much more suited to my brain. And I would not have known that had I not made an effort to toy with it, to play with it, experiment a little bit. Now I'll report back to you after I give this a fair shake, but I am already feeling much more organized, much calmer. I know where everything is. And of course, I still have many things on my computer and technology and things I need to use, but for my own organization and note-taking, record-keeping, idea-keeping, I am really on a roll here. So, you know, don't be afraid to experiment. Let's now look at some practical steps towards this more minimalistic type of living. The first off is that you can assess your possessions. Take some time to reflect on your belongings. What do you have? And does it add value? And what do you have that might be merely clutter? This process can be liberating and contribute to a lighter living environment. This again, you're going to want to do individually. Some people like to go right in and make this a big project. Other people are going to take it a drawer at a time. And I hear you, whichever way you want to do things, Do it so that it feels good to you and you can actually take the time to reflect on the belongings and what is valuable and what is clutter. 
Next up would be mindful time management. So create some schedules that reflect your priorities rather than filling up all possible time with whatever is being asked of you. Many people in the anxiety group, in my personal coaching, and in my life, people who are anxious tend to also not have as strong boundaries and may also be somewhat leaning toward being people pleasers. And we can become overwhelmed and our time totally eaten up by everybody around us. So make a schedule that reflects your priorities and see if that can help you allocate time intentionally. And this will reduce the anxiety associated with a chaotic and overcommitted schedule. Next up would be that digital detox. So now is a good time for creating a digital environment that serves your well-being. Unsubscribe from unnecessary emails. Even though I know you unsubscribe and they keep coming, I don't know what's up with that. When I learn more, I will share because I've been unsubscribing and they keep coming. But we can do it. We can unsubscribe and maybe it'll get rid of half of them. Organize or eliminate your apps. Just like I was talking about the change I'm making, it feels more organized and more suited to how my brain works. And set boundaries for your social media use. I know you're hearing this all the time. You may very well be tired of hearing people tell you to set boundaries around your social media use. But as an anxiety coach, I'm here to tell you it makes a huge difference. Set boundaries around it, especially don't be looking at it at night. We are all different on what we need to do on social media and apps, but we can make significant changes by simply taking the time to really look at what we have created so far and seeing if it's really serving us or if we are serving it. So I've had the joy of watching clients make simple changes that have given them back time, energy, and peace of mind over and over again. Their simplification of their lives has allowed them to prioritize self-care, relationships, personal growth, and you can too. Adopting a minimalist lifestyle is a gradual process. I emphasize the goal is not for perfection, but progress. Remember, a brick at a time. Each small step toward simplification contributes to a more mindful and intentional existence. Don't overwhelm yourself by trying to change your entire life in one fell swoop. Although I know it's tempting. I have that kind of excitement when I want to do a change. I want to do it all at once. But kind of go slower. Even if you feel like you've got the energy to do it all in one fell swoop, slow down so you don't overwhelm yourself. In the pursuit of easing anxiety, simplicity can become a powerful ally. As we each peel away the layers of excess, we uncover a path to peace and calm and better mental well-being. My hope is that you embark on this minimalist journey with an open heart ready to embrace the freedom that comes from letting 
go. It seems so much of healing chronic stress and anxiety is about just that, letting go. May 2024 be the year of doing that, letting go. Thanks for being here with me today. And now for today's quote. The more you have, the more you are occupied. The less you have, the more free you are. And that's from Mother Teresa. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.